Ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about how in 2023, how should you be investing your thrift savings plan? Because at the end of the day, you understanding what to do with your money to make sure you get the growth you need over time is the huge determining factor whether you have the retirement you want or the retirement that you uh, eh, didn't really want, right? So hang tight, buckle in. We're going to really dive into this today. If you're new here, great to have you. My name is Dallin Haas. I'm a financial planner and CFP who works with federal employees every single day. And I absolutely love it. I hope, I love helping you guys get the most of your benefits, retiring confidence, save taxes, all that good stuff, right? Let's dive in. For you to understand how to be investing your money, you do not need to be an expert. You do not need to have tons of investment experience because the good news is the TSP has gone through incredible lengths to make it simple, to make the TSP as simple as investing can be, okay? I know it would be nice for it to be simpler, but it is, it is believe me, it's as simple as investing gets. So for us to understand the very basics to get started here, the basics you have to understand is which funds within the TSP are safer and which are more aggressive, okay? The safer ones are the G fund, G as in gorilla, and the F fund as in Frank, okay? The G and F funds, those are the ones that aren't going to move around as much. They aren't going to grow very much over time, but they're going to be more stable, relatively speaking, okay? Those are the safer ones. The C fund, C as in cat, S as in snake, and I as an insect, right? Those, the CSNI, those are the more aggressive ones. Those are the stock-based funds that are going to get potentially more growth over time. However, they're going to be a little more volatile in the short term. So just understanding those basics is going to get you pretty dang far. So here's the deal. Let me summarize it for you. When it comes to how you should be investing in your TSP, it all comes down to when you need the money. When do you need the money, right? If you are, let's say, retiring tomorrow, but don't need the money for 20 years, then you probably don't want to be super conservative, even though other people retiring tomorrow may be conservative. It all comes down to when you need the money. Because if you have a long time before you need the money, guess what? If you don't invest in something that's going to get some growth over time, inflation's going to eat your lunch and you need some growth over time to make sure you're you're getting the most out of your money and building wealth over time and beating inflation, certainly. So um, generally speaking, though, most people start needing their money at retirement. And that's what we're going to kind of run with that assumption here. OK, so if you are 10 years plus from retirement. So, again, you have 10 plus years from retirement or when you plan on needing your TSP, you probably don't need a lot. You don't have a need for much of any of the safer funds, the G fund or F fund. You're welcome to have some in there, but honestly, you've got at least 10 plus years before you need the money. You probably, again, just don't have a lot of need for much short term at all, right? Some people, especially if they're really young, have zero need, zero need for the safer thing because what they need is growth. They need growth. If you're young, if you have lots of time, what you need is growth. You do not need relative safety right now. You need growth. And over time, the stock market in the short term, yeah, a little scary, right? Volatile. But over time, it's not that scary because over time, it's done incredibly well. So in the short term, if you need money short term, yeah, it shouldn't be in the market. It should not be in the CSRI funds. But if we don't need money for a while, 
hey, that money should be growing. It should be beating inflation, should be building you wealth over time. So as a general rule, again, I'm going to be using a lot of um, general rules, right? Because I know a uh, thousands and thousands of people are going to watch this. And so it's got to apply to most people. There's always exceptions, but most people are going to fall into these camps of, hey, if you don't need your money for 10 plus years. You probably want that to grow. You're going to want most of that money. Um, most of it should be probably C fund, maybe some S fund, maybe a small amount of I fund. Okay. I've got other videos that talk through what those funds are and why that might make sense. But generally speaking, the C fund is where most of your long-term money should be. The S fund is is a good place for some of your money. And I, the I fund may be a small amount, but um, not a very large amount. Okay. So keep that in mind. Again, these are not, I'm not, I am a financial planner, but I'm not your financial planner. So I'm talking through generalities. Okay. So don't, don't come back and say, oh, you told me this or that. It's like, hey, look, I'm giving you some general advice and it's up to you to decide, okay, what applies to you, to your situation specifically. Okay. So now let's say you are though within 10 years of needing money. You're within 10 years of starting to, let's say you're within 10 years of retirement or 10 years of needing your money. Okay. What do you start doing then? Well, generally speaking, at that point, you can start introducing some of the G fund, some of the F fund, that sort of thing to get some more conservative money in your allocation. Um, again, up till then, you don't really need a lot, but once you start getting within 10 years, you may want to start introducing it. Now, um, we use a strategy here at our firm whenever we're helping anyone invest or come up with a strategy we call the bucket strategy and this is the philosophy is hey any money we need short term should not be bouncing around in the market any money you you don't need for a while though we need to get some growth on it so basically our philosophy is any money that you reasonably can predict that you're going to need in the next seven to eight years that amount of money should be in the G fund or F fund or some combination, okay? Um, basically, it should be in something that's going to be a little more stable because you need it relatively soon, okay? However, if you don't need money for you know eight plus years, then yeah, you probably want to get a little more growth on that, okay? So that's our philosophy. So as you approach retirement and approach when you start needing money, then any money you need within the next eight years, roughly speaking, should be safe. Any money you don't need until beyond that, then um, should you need you need more growth on that, right? You need more growth to beat inflation to build wealth over time, generally speaking. Okay. Now let's do an example to kind of see what this might look like in real time. Okay. So let's say someone is 30 years old. They've got 30 years until retirement. Well, yeah, you don't need any G fund or F fund most of the time. Okay. That kind of person does not need safe money at this time, generally speaking. So they should put most of their money in the C fund some, and have some S fund and maybe a little I, okay? Generally speaking, as things stand today. <laughs> um, now, let's say someone is, is a couple years out from retirement. What they should be doing is to get a rough idea of how much they're going to be taking out from their thrift savings plan every single year, okay? What's their plan? If you're that close, you need to have a pretty good idea of what your pension's going to be, what your other income's going to be, and how much you're going to need on top of that to supplement from your TSP. So once you've done that math, if you say, hey, look, I need 10 grand a year for my thrift. Okay, great. Well, if you need 10 grand a year to cover the next eight years in retirement, it'd be about 80 grand, which means you need about 80 grand worth of money in the G fund, maybe some F fund, that sort of thing. The safer funds 
so that that money is there for you, ready to go, and then anything else above and beyond what you need for that next eight years can be, let's say nine plus years and above, it can be invest in something that's gonna get some growth over time. Again, CSI, okay? So again, these are the principles to follow. There's always exceptions, but these are the principles to follow. Is It all comes down to when you need the money. If you need it short-term, AKA in the next seven to eight years, it should be in something that's gonna be relatively safe. If you don't need it for eight plus years, it should be in something that's gonna get some growth over time. Okay, that's the philosophy. I've got other videos if you wanna go into depth on what the C fund is, or if you want more information about some other investment strategies and things like that. But this is just, again, the basics to get you started. I know not everyone has a bunch of time to do a bunch of research, so this should get you started to understand the principles. Now, you might have noticed I haven't mentioned a couple things. First, I haven't mentioned L funds, and I haven't mentioned the mutual fund window, right? So I've got other videos on these specifically, but let me give you the summarized version. I don't like the mutual fund window because of the fees. There's lots more fees over there. There's trading fees. There's um, there's more fees on which funds you actually pick in there. And there's just a lot more room for making mistakes. So unless you really know what you're doing, I would not touch the mutual fund window. Number two, when it comes to the L funds, the reason I'm not a huge fan of the L fund is because they tend to get too conservative too early. The idea of the L fund is that you just pick the L fund that is aligned with closest to your retirement date. So if you're planning to retire near 2030, the year 2030, then you should invest in the L2030 fund. However, if you actually did that, then your money is gonna be really, really conservative once you get there. It's, it gets really, really conservative. You could find how the L funds are invested on the tsp.gov. You can find it all there. But long story short, it gets very conservative. In my opinion, too conservative for the average person. There's exceptions, but um, too conservative. So that's why I like to invest directly into the individual funds. Now, if you really want to use the L funds, you're welcome to. Again, I'd probably recommend um, picking an L fund further out from your retirement so it doesn't get as conservative early. Um, but keep keep that in mind. Again, all of this is just general information. You're going to have to find what makes sense for you because at the end of the day, it's your retirement and you're responsible for making your retirement work. So I hope this is helpful. I know this isn't everything. I, I'm just trying to simplify and make things as easy as possible to get your foot in the door when it comes to investing in your TSP and getting at least the basics done. Because if you follow what we talked about today, you're going to be 80% there. Are there things to get you to 100%? Yeah, but it takes a lot more work, right? Let's get you 80% there. And if you do just what we talked about today, you're going to be in a much stronger position come retirement because you followed some good basic principles it comes to investing. So have a great rest of your day. I'll see you guys next time.